Hi friends, today is another episode that is off script and I wasn't sure what to talk about. I had so many things on my heart and on my mind and it was a busy day today, a little bit of ups and a little bit of downs and it was a good day. I can't say that it was a bad day, but it started off at about six in the morning, maybe even a little earlier than that. And I was on my computer for work by 6.30 and I didn't get off until almost six. And so it was a long day and I decided to eat my delicious recipe of enchiladas that are very point savvy on the Weight Watchers because it's always good to fill your belly when you're hungry and a healthy enchilada is a lovely choice and then I decided I would do some yoga but I thought I really probably need to talk to God and talk about this podcast so I read my devotion I'm reading Unveiling Mercy by Chad Bird. Real good. Probably talk about that again. I just also read his book. Totally good. Like, this guy's got a story. Anyhow, and then I read Acts and about Paul and all the places he went. And boy, he got beat up a lot. Like, legit beat up. So... Then I did yoga, and that's where it started. I decided to do yoga, and I thought, I just want it to be really relaxing. My leg muscles were a little sore because I did a two-mile walk run on my treadmill. I know, right? You're probably thinking, whoa, she's a podcaster and a walk runner. That's exciting, right? I know. So yeah, I'm a turtle and it's okay if we're turtles. We are okay the way that we are. But yeah, yoga. And I know some people that think yoga is not Christian. It's okay. If if yoga is something that causes you a struggle with God, don't do it. If you feel like it is a bad thing, I I think there's lots of things out there that might make us uncomfortable. And if it gets in our way of loving God, don't let it. For me, I know that God is the God of all, even if those who originated yoga may not have been lovers of my God. My God still created them and loves them. And I can do these amazing yoga poses and exercises. And when I say amazing yoga poses, my poses aren't amazing. The poses are (laughs) amazing. I do my best, and I love that we. I used to go to a class, 
and the instructor was quite a bit older than me. She reminded me of like a little Tinkerbell though, just a little, quite a bit older than me. She's probably 20 years older than me, but boy, she was nimble and flexible. And sometimes she wasn't, but she's like, just do you. Every move you're making improves your body. So that was what I was kind of going for with this whole yoga thing tonight. I just wanted to unwind and relax and think about what I was going to do for this podcast and what was the what was the point I wanted to make. And so then I decided I'd light a bunch of candles and my Red Letter Challenge Bible study group gave me one of those Jesus candles that you can get at the dollar shop. And then I think like people take their Jesus candles seriously and sacredly and we're selling them at the dollar shop. That seems weird. It also seems weird that the dollar shop is now a dollar 25. What has the world come to is all I'm saying. So I lit my candles and I started to do my yoga. I do yoga with Adrian, not, sponsored by Adrienne in any way, shape, or form, but I like her yoga classes. They're really good, and I find her funny. Anywho, I chose the one called Trust because I need to trust. I need to trust God, and when I pray, I need to trust Him. Talking with my friend Judy this week, and we were talking about when we trust God. If you pray for no rain, you don't bring an umbrella. You have to trust God. And some will say it's not a bad thing to bring an umbrella because sometimes God lets the rain happen, anyways. But somehow, I think that's kind of a good way of looking at things. And so as I did this yoga and, oh, it was just delightful. It felt so good. And when it was over, I just felt so serene. And then it reminded me of the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Wow, what a beautiful prayer. There are so many things that we are not in control of, and we just have to accept that and give those things to God. There are some things that we do have control over, and we ask God to give us the courage to take control and to act in a good way to control those things. And then the end, the wisdom to know the difference, ah, wisdom. And wisdom starts with the knowledge of God. I am sitting at my table tonight in the dark with eight candles of different sizes, all lit. They smell delicious. It's very calming. Can you tell in my super calming voice tonight how very namaste I am, how very calm I am. I'm smiling right now because it's making me giggle because I'm also super corny and weird and it's so much fun to be me. 
Anyways, I just wanted to do this podcast different. And so I want to tell you a little story about me and how on January 27th, God invited me to walk with him. I didn't know it at the time. I saw something. It prompted an action out of me. And from that action, I started to pray because I felt like God was telling me something. I'm not truly sure if he was or wasn't, except it is almost, well, I am taping this on February 22nd of 2022. So it's 2-22-22. And all I can tell you is that almost a month ago, that thing that I saw that made me think, that made me act, that made me think, that made me pray, now feels like it was an invitation to walk with God. So I didn't know it at the time. It's not like God sent me an invitation that said, hey, Chrissy, would you like to take a walk? No, I prayed and God said, here, hold my hand. Let's walk together. And so this spiritual journey has begun. And I don't know the end of it yet because it's not fully complete. I think there's an end in sight. But I know that it's a spiritual walk. I know that from that moment and the days that have led up to this day, there has been lots of discussion with me and God. And it's been super amazing. And so what do you do when you're walking with God? How do you react? How do you, how do you communicate? Like I'm almost speechless, which clearly never happens, but fumbling on my speech happens a lot. So sometimes when I do that, I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm speechless. No, no, I'm kidding. I really am. I, I want to tell you about this, but on the other hand, it's not like a, a walk through a park where there's things that like landmarks I can tell you about. So stick with me because I've learned some cool things during this spiritual journey. And I think it is important. And certain words pop out at me. The first one is prayer, because that's how this walk started with a prayer. And so often, I want immediate gratification. And often I get it like, oh my goodness, God, can you help me find my keys? And I turn and there they are. Sometimes he does that before I even ask because he knows I'm going to forget something. And he has me turn to look 
and there's my purse. Like you can't leave the house without your purse, right? So prayer is such a way of communicating with God. And you don't need anything. You just need you and God. And there you have it. You can bow your head and fold your hands. You can get on your knees. You can lay down on the floor, lay in your bed, drive in your car, walk to the park, take a jog, jump on a pogo stick. How hilarious is that? Like, where did that pull out of? I wanted to come up with something ridiculous and God put a pogo stick in my head. I think that's super funny. They're not nearly as fun as you think, though. Have you ever jumped on a pogo stick? It's like it's kind of fun. I feel like I feel like the shock absorber thing in it is always just a little too tight. I want mine to be a little bit more bouncy. Let's not talk too much about a pogo stick, though. My real point is you can pray anywhere, anytime, in any circumstance. God hears us and invites us to pray. And so prayer isn't unusual for me. I love praying. I did my very first podcast on the Lord's Prayer, and that whole series was on prayer because prayer is my jam. I love it, love it, when somebody says, will you pray for me? To me, that is a blessing. That is such an honor. Somebody is allowing you to include your conversation with God about them and lift them up. And no doubt it delights our Lord. So prayer has been part of this walk the whole time. And it's kind of funny because you think, well, if you're on a walk with somebody, do you need to pray? Well, it's God. So it is conversation. It would be like if you went on a walk with a friend well, you're obviously going to talk. Sometimes I go for a walk with my sister and we'll be like, music, no music. And some we both love the music. And so sometimes we put like the earbud in the ear that is not closest to them and leave the other ear free so we can talk. But then you can be like, hmm, guess what song this is? And then you sing a little bit of it, which is hilarious because I sing bad anyways. But then you put like an earbud in and you start singing with that. And you think that you sing really good and you try to sing the song. <laughs> and she's notoriously like, mm, I don't get it. No. Are, are you trying to sing bad? No, no, I'm trying to sing good. And I think I am singing good. So are you making fun of me? It's hilarious. Anyways, some people have the gift of music. I do not. So on a walk with God, prayer is your communication. Because physically, am I walking somewhere? No. But I know that there's a path that I'm taking and a destination that I'm seeking. And so... I am talking to God along the way. And so prayer was the first word that came to my mind in my spiritual journey. 
The next thing that instantly came was God's will. And when you're praying the Lord's Prayer, the line is, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when you think about if it is God's will, the same will, the same decision, the same stuff that's happening in heaven on our earth, I'm all in, right? So thy will be done sounds great because thy will is clearly going to be better than my will, right? Well, you would think so. But as this walk started to progress and some things started to happen and things happened super fast and it was just interesting because you're living life and things are happening and you know, I'm not talking about like earth shattering crazy stuff, like, but I knew God was present. I knew God was pointing me in a direction and I kind of am looking for a direction and yet not really being able to see clearly where to walk. And so really needing to put that trust in God's will. And so trust definitely came into the picture and praying for God's will. And anybody that I asked for prayer, I would say, please pray for God's will, not mine. I can't believe how often I worry that God's will will be different than I want. How crazy is that? Why do we want a different way than what God has planned for us? He created us. He is all-knowing, almighty. So clearly he knows better than us. That is like letting a three-year-old decide what they're going to eat for dinner. Obviously, the mom and dad have way better plans for that three-year-old's meal than the three-year-old does. And yet somehow, that's how I sort of felt. Like, oh my gosh, when you talk about trusting God and leaning into his will, I can't believe how childlike I can get. Which brings me to this, the next word. So I'm praying and I'm praying for God's will and things start to slow down. This walk that we're going seems to get longer and that child in me is like, are we done yet? You know, <laughs> When's the walk over? When do we get to the destination? And you talk about faith like a child, and that's the word that is next is faith. And on one hand, it is that unconditional Jesus loves me, this I know. And it works on that end, but then does my faith work the other way like a child where I just unconditionally love God and I'd start feeling pretty conditional and while my faith in God 
doesn't waver, my faith in my faith kind of did. Like I kind of was like, why are you so impatient with God? Why are you so anxious about this walk? Why are you not enjoying every single minute of seeing the presence of God and the beauty in sharing that presence with people that you love and people that you're in community with, I don't know. I just found myself being like agitated and not, not mad at God, but wondering, are you going to tell me what lies ahead? And then I start feeling bad because I'm like, I feel like a bad person because I'm not trusting God's will. I'm not so comfortable with God's plan and will for me that whatever comes, I'm good with it. I know that I'm going to get there and I'm starting to feel like I am. But honestly, I I think it's only because he's thrown me a couple bones to say, settle down. It's going to be okay. Like he's given me a couple nuggets of just relax all is well. And so it's this interesting, I'm going to say like trail walking versus mall walking or walking on a smooth sidewalk. Like, like we're going through some terrain here, but on the other hand too, there's a lot of beauty that comes with it. And so I think that while I question my faith, not my faith in God, but like my faith as a faithful Christian, how corny and weird is that? You know, hopefully if you love Jesus, you are just good. And if you don't know Jesus, you are certainly not listening to this podcast thinking, "Mm, I want to be like her because she sounds crazy, right? Yeah, that's just life. And also, when you are a faith-filled person, that's where doubt and sin and Satan, I'm just going to say it, creeps into your brain and feeds you with all kinds of negative things and lies and untruths, which untruths and lies are pretty much the same thing, but feed you those negative things to make you start doubting yourself. And he certainly wants you to doubt God. Well, I'm not going to doubt God. Am I going to question God all the time? And I apologize to my whole podcast crew that I doubt God sometimes. I just question. I question. I don't really doubt him. I just am like, "Mm, what you got going on here? Is it going to work for me? Is it going to make me happy? And I love it when we talk about answering, when God answers our prayers, he answers our prayers all the time. It's just that we're extra happy when it's the prayer we wanted, you know, somebody to get better or, you know, 
something to change. And when it changes the way you want it to change, you're like, yay, God answered my prayer. But there has been many times in my life where my prayer was absolutely answered and it wasn't in the way that I thought. And I wasn't even sure at the time why. But now in hindsight, I look, I prayed for a job at the Boys and Girls Club as an executive director. I wasn't experienced enough at the time, but I felt like I was really invested in my community. I loved kids. I loved all the activities and the things that the Boys and Club, Boys and Club, the Boys and Girls Club, the Boys and Girls Club stood for, and the fundraising, I knew I could do that. And so I thought I was this fabulous candidate. And on top of that, I had prayed about it for six months, and I had journaled about it. And I had this giant interview with a panel of people. And honestly, I was super proud of myself, and I didn't get the job. And I remember thinking, it's okay. And you can't help but feel rejected. But on the other hand, I knew if I didn't get it after all that praying, that God had something better in mind for me. And that something better didn't happen for probably another, I think maybe six months. I'm not for sure. I didn't journal that. I just know that it was the next the next thing that happened was the job I currently have and I've worked there for 18 years and love who I serve and have learned so much and so blessed and so grateful. And so trusting God's will, I've done it and it works. So this walk, this spiritual walk that I'm on this time is crazy. Like, why wouldn't I trust that he's just going to answer my prayer as it, on earth as it is in heaven? And so I find my, my faith actually growing because it forces me to read a devotion. It forces me to keep reading my Bible and investing in the Bible study that I do and praying with friends and continuing to talk to God and just keep building this beautiful relationship that I have with God. At this point, I hope that I'm not boring you to death with this crazy cryptic story it's just the end result and the specifics of it really don't matter. The whole idea is God invited me on this walk and through it, I've prayed for his will. I've worked on my trust in God. I've questioned God. Like I am like, why are you dragging this walk out? Let's get to the destination. I found myself feeling almost like I'm in a valley. What in the world is that about? And when you talk about 
like being in a pit or being in a valley, then it became embarrassing because if this is a pit, then God have mercy on me because there are people that have gone through cancer. There are people that have lost their homes or been financially distraught or have suffered COVID and the grief that comes with losing somebody from COVID and the isolation, like, oh, there's so many things that I am so lucky that I'm not in a valley or a pit of despair. I'm on a walk, a long walk, and God is there. And so it reminds me of the Israelites, right? God saves them. He sends Moses to Pharaoh to set his people free from slavery. He saves them from the Egyptians. They get into the desert and all they do is complain. Complain, oh, we'd rather be back in Egypt. You're kidding me. You'd rather be back in slavery than be free with God providing everything you need. Yeah, I have been an Israelite lately, and for that, I am so sorry, God. I want to continue to trust. And then there are those moments where God just gives you that feeling of peace and that feeling of I'm learning stuff. I'm learning stuff about me. I'm learning to trust God more. I'm learning that every devotion that I read spoke right to me as if he was, if, as if all these people from different devotion books and the version Bible studies that are, it's that Holy Bible app called the version. It's pretty cool. Again, they don't sponsor me, so no big deal. The only sponsor I have is Anchor, and I only laugh because I'm not even going to do the commercial in the middle because I think you guys deserve better this time than a commercial. I just do it because I can. I'm going to put it at the beginning, though. So you already listened. Ha! Huh? <laughs> but my real point is, is that no matter what I read, if I was looking for comfort or seeking an answer from God, he spoke to me and he gave it to me. And then I told my Thursday night Bible study, like, you guys, like I'm praying and I'm working with God and I know he's leading me in an, a direction and telling me, you know, how to straighten my life out. It's not that unstraight, but just working with me. And I said, but I find myself not having very much patience. And so what does my Bible study do? They pray for patience. And I wanted to scream, no, because we all know if you pray for patience, God will give you something to be patient for. And so my walk is extended. And I find myself kind of happy about it right now. Because I like this attention from God. I like this 
constant conversation. I like that he's saying, trust me, it's going to be good. And I believe him. And so I would encourage you to do the same. I don't think you need to have a specific reason to go on a walk with God. I think the invite is there for every single one of us. For me, it was sort of this thing that I saw that caused me to react and caused me to pray. And the truth of the matter is God's invitation has always been there to walk with him. In the moment we pray, his hand extends down so that our hand can extend up so that we can hold it and take that walk. And who doesn't want to walk with their dad? You know what I'm saying? This is our father in heaven. And who doesn't want to take a walk with a father that is perfect, that loves us and forgives us and leads us down a path that is safe and healthy and is going to help us be the best version of ourselves and help us strengthen our love for God and strengthen our love for others. So that's my crazy story about my spiritual journey. It's never going to end. Of course it's not. It will end when my life on earth ends, but then my journey begins in heaven, and that's extremely exciting. And so I think this path will lead me somewhere, and then there'll be a new path, and then there'll be a new one. And every single time, I want to make sure that I spend time with God, that I spend time walking and talking with him and listening to him and trusting him and trusting his will for me and having patience and not questioning him. And I hope that you do the same. My prayer for you this week is to accept the invitation to walk with God. You might feel like you have to initiate it, but you don't. The invite is there, and while the walk sometimes is long and can be uncomfortable, it's going to be amazing, and you are going to feel so loved by this almighty God of ours. Next week is Ash Wednesday. I'm super excited. I was not doing my podcast last year during Lent, but I did a Facebook Live for 40 days using the church's liturgical calendar, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod liturgical calendar. And all that is is a calendar of Bible verses that they use for their church services. And I love looking at those verses and then matching it to what's happening in our world and talking about it. And I had a ton of fun doing it. And so 
I'm excited to do seven weeks with you, 40 days of Lent with you. And if you ever count the 40 days of Lent, it seems like there's a lot more. That's because Sundays aren't counted because they are mini Easter's. I know all these crazy rules. Thank you all so much for being listeners. I know who you are and I love you so much. And if I don't know you, I'd love to get to know you. You can email me at hippiechristianwhocares at gmail.com and reach up. Take God's hand. Go for a walk today. You'll love it.